Hello everyone, welcome back to That Tech Enthusiast podcast. I'm your host, The Alien Doctor, and today, as always, we're going to be talking about the latest tech news as well as my new computer, because that's right, I am finally built my new computer and I'm now recording this very podcast on my new computer, which is very, very exciting. But first, we need to to roll the intro. So yeah, as I said there in that little intro, we have actually, or I have actually built my computer, which is very, very nice. So as I mentioned last time, I managed to get an RTX 2060 uh, and it arrived. Um, I'm pretty sure it arrived after I finished recording the last podcast. No, I haven't had it for a week, have I? I don't know. Maybe I did. I, I have no idea, actually. But yeah. I've built it, and honestly, I'm very impressed with its performance. Um, I'll just real quickly whiz through the specs. It's a Ryzen 7 3800X CPU, uh, an RTX 2060 graphics card. There's 16 gigabytes of DDR4 3600MHz RAM. And what else am I missing? Those are all like the main stuff. It's got an SSD, obviously. And a Corsair case, Corsair 275R Airflow. But yeah, anyway, I've talked about it a lot before. It's actually on my website, uh, which is in the description. So just go check that out if you're interested. So yeah, the first thing I want to talk about is some very interesting iPhone 13 rumors. Now, hmm, I don't like these rumors. (laughs) Not because it's Apple, not because it's iPhone. I don't like these rumors because the rumors are that... 2021 could be a year where new phones do not have charging ports <laughs> which to me I I don't really like that I don't know I mean like wireless charging is nice but no For me, wireless charging has been an interesting experience um, because often I find that when you're wirelessly charging your phone, it actually isn't like as wild. It the how do I explain it? The battery doesn't last for as long. The battery life uh, from that charge, if it's wirelessly charged, in my experience, um, I personally like the MagSafe thing because. They like original MagSafe. I th- I like the way that that works. They're kind of sort of wirelessly charging, isn't it? Well, it's, I guess there is a wire, but like there isn't a proper port. So maybe that's what this could be. I don't know. I've only read the headline, so you should probably read it. Um, an, ooh, UK edition. Right, okay. So, in 2021, more than t- 10 years after the beginning of the smartphone revolution, it is easy to forget how many design trends have been and gone. Since 2007, with the launch of the first iPhone, we've lost keyboards, buttons, ports, bezels, and more in the quest for less. I don't like that. Why is everything always... Why can't there be more? I want more stuff, not less stuff. What the perfect smartphone is supposed to look like is a question that has yet to find an answer. Probably because it's opinion-based. Like, let's be honest. I feel like I want a very different smartphone to what Tim Cook wants. (laughs) Um, 
but what but is one that designers are constantly working to solve. It seems at the moment that the solution may be a glass sandwich with a screen and nothing else, and 2021 is looking increasingly likely as the year that this final design may appear. I don't want a glass sandwich. No, no thank you. Crucially, it is Apple that is expected to lead the charge. How how unexpected. Oh my gosh, I'm so amazed. Um... Apple occupies an odd position in the smartphone market, having a reputation for um, new designs and that sort of thing, but regularly leading the charge in... No, I've read that wrong. Sorry, I can't read sometimes. So sometimes Apple obviously stick with their old stuff, and sometimes they stick with their new stuff, and it's kind of strange seeing like what they're doing, because like sometimes it's like, oh yeah, this phone's completely different, and then for... Yeah, but the notch is still massive. Like, can we just appreciate how large the notch is on an iPhone compared to the teardrop things or even just the hole punch on other Android devices, you know? Just just saying. I'm still amazed that notch... Yeah, honestly, though, like, you might as well just have a bezel. Like, the notch is so large, you might as well just have a bezel. <laughs> I, I don't know. This is my opinion, anyway. Um... But yeah, you know, because they've done things like remove the headphone jack and fingerprint sensors and um, that sort of thing. Did they even... I can't remember, did they remove face unlock? Surely not. But anyway, such is the cultural heft and influence of the company that choices it makes tend to be accepted by the public at large. Mostly because half of the public, or probably more than half, maybe less than half, don't try the other side. <laughs> like, let's be honest. How many iPhone users have actually tried Android? Um, and how many of them would be willing to try Android? I don't know. Um, but yeah, wireless charging came closer to hitting the mainstream when Apple adopted the tech in its handsets and the true wireless earbud market exploded when the headphone jack was dropped. And the AirPods were first sold as an alternative to wired options. So, if the natural evolution of phone design is something is is towards something portless, then it is likely that only Apple could pull off the execution in such a way that it become mainstream. Exactly, like it could be only Apple that like removes the charging port, like, and it would be fairly accepted if Apple did it. Like, let's be honest. What is the point in going portless? There are so many schools of thought on the issue. The primary driver is simply aesthetic. You see, if there was like a proper reason why going portless was better than not aesthetic, then like I'd be willing to do it. But th this claims the only difference is that's aesthetic, which is kind of a shame. Uh, having a few obstructions make for a cleaner look and feel in the hand. Seriously, a port does not change how it feels in the hand. <laughs> There is also a benefit to durability as charging ports have a tendency to come loose after continuous use. That absence would mean that this would cease to be an issue. Right, okay, so there's a problem with the thing. So your Apple's way of getting rid of it is just straight up getting rid of not only the problem, but everything that's causing the problem instead of trying to fix it. I mean, fair enough. I don't really know how they fix it, but just saying. I mean, I have not used... I've not daily driven... an ever an Apple iPhone, however I have used other Apple devices 
such as my iPod Touch. I know I was just saying about people not trying iPhones, however, I also was at one bit surrounded by my entire family using iPhones and fairly regularly using their iPhones, you know, when I was younger and didn't have my own phone to play on their phones or whatever. And then obviously I got my own phone because I realised that actually, well, first of all, I got a cheap Android phone and I realised how much I actually prefer it over the iPhones that everyone else had in my family. And then eventually, one by one, everyone's getting an Android in my family now. <laughs> so, you know, there's that. Um, it's also cheaper, which is probably why people are getting it, because they realise I'm using it. Just saying. <laughs> um, but yeah, what is the point in going... Oh, well, no, I've already read that. Oh, I keep forgetting where I've got up to. I'm not very good at this, am I? Um, I mean, yeah, sure, this article does make a good point that advantages would also come in the form of increased waterproof ratings. I mean, yeah, that's very true. Um, water wouldn't be able to go in the port. So, yeah, I guess. Um, but it's essentially the same benefits of moving the, uh, the headphone jack and, um... Right, so, I mean, first of all, though, like, why would you really need to take your phone underwater? Like, because phones with charging ports can go underwater a little bit anyway, so you wouldn't really want to go too far under with your phone. I don't know, maybe you would. I, I, I don't ever want to take my phone underwater. Partly because it doesn't isn't actually, like, that waterproof, but also, like, even if I did have a waterproof phone, I still would, really wouldn't want to do it. Uh, but anyway, that being said, there have been a number of informed guesses from influential tipsters, which do indicate that a portless iPhone may make an appearance in the second half of 2020. John Prosser, still never sure if I'm saying his surname right, but whatever. Well known for his accurate predictions in this area, that is very true. I follow him on Twitter. He is actually... Um, probably one of the best leakers uh, for Apple stuff, in my opinion. Because um, in my experience, he has... Uh, le he, he does leak a lot of stuff, and generally it's right. Um, so yeah, I would largely recommend going and checking him out on Twitter right now. Uh, in fact, I'm just going to real quickly... find him so I can show you yes so here he is I would largely recommend this dude right here I believe wait yeah he has a YouTube channel as well yeah front page tech so um I'm assuming he yeah here you go you can see all of this Ivan stuff I'm not gonna lie some of these do kind of look like clickbaity titles or thumbnails but let's be honest youtubers do have to have some sort of clickbait and honestly i could go into an entire conversation let me just switch accounts i could go into an entire conversation of why it annoys me when people get annoyed at people and having clickbait titles because but you know what let's talk about that when we've done i, I, I actually do want to talk about that um but yeah anyway here is his youtube channel here's his twitter he's generally Generally got good leaks. I trust him anyway. But yeah, it is mostly Apple, by the way. Um, but anyway, 
What else have we got to read on here? That, this being said, oh yeah, so he is well known for his predictions in this area, and he is confident that this will happen. So uh, he has basically said that he is sure... What, can we see the original tweet? Aha! Yes. So, first of all, 9tech11 leaked uh, tweeted that leaks say that Apple plans to go portless in the next year, meaning moving from Lightning port to completely wireless charging. Um, he has then said, yep, one portless iPhone coming next year, never USB-C, eventually they'll be portless. Okay, brilliant, good to know. Um, obviously, as I've mentioned before, these are leaks, so don't always completely believe what they say. However, I, I'm still not sure if this will happen though. I'm still not sure. I feel like this is a very big leap. I would. I always assume that they'd get USB-C first. Like seriously, I hate Lightning so much. And it said earlier about like after using your cable for so much, the um that it would get like jam or sticky or I can't remember exactly what it said. But I have used my USB-C cable for so long and have never ever had any problems with it. And I've had my phone for about two, maybe even three years now. Um, okay, so there are other companies that have all tried and failed to do the same. There's a Chinese manufacturer whose name I'm not going to even attempt to pronounce because I don't want to butcher it. But their effort in 2019 famously crashed and burned. I... Hoping that the burned part isn't literally, but anyway. The company tried to crowdfund the production of a portless smartphone primarily as a publicity stunt. However, it failed to achieve anything close to its funding goal. Never even heard of it. Then again, I guess it... Oh, that makes sense because it didn't actually get funded. <laughs> right, well, now I know. Though many different factors came into this, a key point will be the hesitance of the public to let go of the convenience of wired charging. Exactly. I agree. I... <laughs> I'm not sure. Like, wireless charging is convenient, but I still prefer to have it properly plugged in. Though many different... I've read that. Seriously, what is my reading today? Uh, regardless, if the reports are true, all eyes will be on Apple and the success of its portless iPhone. It might not have a success. It probably will if Apple does it, but it might not. You are getting a bit ahead of yourself there. The company... My mouse just moved by itself. Oh, I know why. It's because I'm it's because I'm stood on the cable. Well, not stood on it because I'm sat down. But like the cable goes behind my desk, and then my feet are touching it and pulling it down. <laughs> um, the company has jumped from strength to strength in its last decade. Well, that's because it's hardly changed anything. Look, iPhone 11, well 10. Like, look at this. Uh, screen. Can we get an image of this, please? Hopefully we can. Aha. Uh, yeah, let's just have a look at this real quickly. Oh, no, you can't really see that, though. Mm. Mm. Aha. Look at this. Which one is which? I mean... They look exactly the same from the front, so that's probably why they've been so successful. 
because they've both got this massive notch, which still so annoys me. Like, wh why? I don't understand. And I'm not even an iPhone user, and it annoys me when I see people walking around with that. Okay, maybe I am going a bit over the top with the notch, but whatever. But anyway, let's talk about something else now. Uh, so let's actually talk about the thing that I wanted to talk about but then stop myself because I didn't want to go off topic in the middle of another topic. But now I can finally talk about it. And it is YouTube clickbaity titles. YouTubers, especially full-time content creators, have to have some clickbait. Okay. There is a difference between um, making a clickbaity title of what actually happened and making a clickbaity title of something that didn't happen in a video. So, if you're a full-time content creator, you're not going to just put really boring titles and thumbnails that no one is ever going to click on because it's not going to work. Um, you know, no one is going to click on those videos if they're not, you know, like, good videos, um, and that sort of thing. So when people get annoyed at clickbaity, just don't get annoyed at clickbaity titles, because unless it's, like, so clickbaity that the thing they're talking about in the title doesn't actually happen, they're probably just doing it because they need views. And people are annoyed when people do stuff for views. But you've got to remember, especially if you're a full-time content creator, that you want views. Because <laughs> you need views, because that's how you're making money. So, you know, just be uh, a little bit more light-hearted when people do things for views in their videos. Because I do see a lot of hate towards it. And it does kind of get me annoyed. Obviously, I'm not full-time, so I would say that I don't really make that much clickbaity content. I don't know, maybe I do. I I personally don't think I do though. Um but anyway, moving on from that, uh let's move on to Adobe Flash Player and it being discontinued. You've probably already heard about this, let's be honest. But Adobe Flash Player, the browser plugin behind countless animations on the internet, has finally been discontinued. It was the fastest and simplest way to stream video and play games in the early days of the dial-up internet. Flash Player, the browser plugin behind countless animations on the internet, has finally been discontinued by tech firm Adobe. But it, but its use has declined steeply as it became plagued with security problems. It fate was sealed. Uh, it, its fate was sealed as it failed, why is that so hard to say, to keep pace with the switch to mobile technology and Apple refused to use it. Customers will no longer receive security updates or support for Adobe Flash Player on Edge or Internet Explorer 11. Well, that's not surprising because Internet Explorer is kind of dead anyway. Um, in fact, it turns out that the tech giants, which Microsoft, Cybersecurity chief says the browser is outdated anyway. I, I just found another article that literally says this. <laughs> so yeah, Adobe has told users to uninstall Flash Player 
which launched in 1996. This thing has been going on for ages. In a farewell post, it said, We are proud that Flash has a crucial role in evolving web content across animation, interactivity, interactivity audio, and video. Apple co-founder Steve Jobs wrote a critical le- open letter in 2010 called Thoughts on Flash, detailing why it would not be allowed to run in products such as iPhones and iPads. He said Flash did not suit touchscreens, and he cited security, battery life, and user experience as other issues. By 2015, Google Chrome had started blocking some pieces of content. Of Flash content, obviously. But yeah, I don't really have that much to say about Flash, if I'm being completely honest. Like, people are sad it's gone. But, like, we've got to move on. Um, what's, what actually happens if we go to um, Adobe Flash? If we just type in Adobe Flash, aha, it does come up with a thing. What happens when you try and load this? What is Flash Player? I should probably get rid of that. It's, it's dead now. Aha! Uh-huh. What was that? Aha! Uh-huh. I've never. Okay. I meant to say aha, uh-huh, but whatever. Just, yeah, go away. End of life info. Adobe Flash Player E-O-L, end of life. General information page. Since Adobe will no longer be supporting Flash Player after the 31st of December 2020, bear in mind it's actually the 3rd of January 2021 now, and Adobe will block Flash content from running in Flash Player at the beginning of 12th of January 2021, so we still have a little bit of time. Um, Adobe strongly recommends all users immediately uninstall Flash Player to help protect their systems. Some users may continue to see reminders from Adobe to uninstall Flash Player from their system. I used to edit on a MacBook which had Flash installed, and fairly recently, uh, or probably about a month ago actually, so you choose whether that's recent or not, it actually told me to uninstall Flash, so I I did that because I didn't exactly need it. And um, yeah, (laughs) that's all I have to say with that. Wow, that was, yeah, okay, cool. Well, let's move into the final topic for today. NVIDIA may be preparing to release the RTX 3080 Super and RTX 3070 Super. NVIDIA is preparing to release two new high-end SKUs in the next couple of months, pointing to the possibility of new RTX 3080 Super and 3070 Super cards to augment NVIDIA's lineup of next-gen GPUs. Why? Can you please just focus on getting stock of the other stuff that's been released first? Uh, They need to get... They need to stop releasing cards. Because it's going to get scalped instantly. And I know they're making money. But... Just release some new cards. I mean, don't release new cards. Just get your stock sorted. Or maybe delay this one so far until you have decent numbers of stock. Like, I know, to be fair, they do have decent numbers of stock and they're just getting scalped anyway, but, like, still. It's a pain. It's so annoying. Um, Because, like, I totally... If they had a 3060 Ti, or even just, I don't know, if they make just a normal RTX 3060, not even a Ti variant, that's cheaper than the Ti variant, sorry, then I would have probably have got it for my PC, but I'm stuck with the 2060, which isn't exactly a bad card, but it would have been nice to have a 30 series card. But hey. 
So yeah, um, that's all I'm going to talk about today. I do hope you have enjoyed today's episode of That Tech Enthusiast podcast. I'm the Alien Doctor. Feel free to subscribe to my channel and this channel, obviously. I'll see see you all later next week on Monday. Not Monday. On Saturday, Sunday or Monday. And potentially Friday, but generally not Friday. Bye.